You're listening to Your Credit Today with Angela setters Bassard, the real credit queen. It's time to get your creditation on. Tune in, invite your friends and coworkers as we share industry tips, stories, and wealth-building strategies. This is A to the N to the G. Let's go. Well, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. You know, I hate that I say that sometimes, and it's just like clockwork for me. But this is A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today. And I am super excited about the guest that I have on this show today because it happens to be my hubby. (laughs) (laughs) My hubby, my husband, my best friend, my partner in crime. We have three children, but now we have a new little doggy. (laughs) Our little dog, Cash. (laughs) Hey, Ralph, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, Ange? I liked how you said this is like clockwork when you were actually talking about clockwork. I thought that was kind of funny. Was I? Well, think about it. I didn't even think about that. Oh, this is like clockwork. Good morning. Good evening. I said, well, you're actually talking about clockwork. So I don't know. It's just a little funny. You are so intuitive. (laughs) You pick up on everything. That's why I love you. Some people say get a room. So... Oh my God. <laughs> I thought this is supposed to be on all stations, man. It's supposed to be PG 13 or, or, or under. You I, know, know, I know. I know. But I didn't say anything wrong. But, anyways, friends, thank you so much for coming to the show today. You know, I always have to do a little shameless plug. If you have not subscribed to this show, hit that subscribe button and tell all of your friends and family about the amazing tips and information that you're learning from this voice here, A to the N to the G. So, today we are actually talking about having a credit plan show number two. In the first show, I kind of just went over or glazed over some of the things that we were going to talk about. And I really thought that it was a great opportunity to have Ralph on the show today because we are always credit planning. Are we not? Man, every (laughs) single day. It's a good thing. It's a good habit to get involved with. I mean, right. You always had that. What's that famous saying you always say about a plan? What is that you well, always say? I always say because you said it first. If you oh, don't I? have a plan, yes, you did. Okay. If you don't have a plan, then you plan to fail. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> I like the fact that we've always tried to stay in that regiment, that we see the importance of staying focused and moving forward. So I'm excited yeah. to be here and I look forward to our conversation today. Yeah. And the reason I say that we're always credit planning, it's not just in our personal life or in our business but we're constantly doing that for our clients too. But taking it back to the personal side of things, because what I always believe is that you can't teach others things if you haven't gone through them yourself. And the best way to have even grace and mercy for someone or anyone that's going through someone and teach them something is that you've gone through it on your own and you've gone through the struggles, you've climbed the mountains and gone over the swamps and got rid of the crocodiles, or shall we call that debt? And all all of those other things. But so, Ralph, let's just break this down a little bit. What do you think or why do you think having a plan is super important? 
I guess if I first just thought about it in the most easiest or the simplest way is that a plan is important because a plan will help you to save time and money. Yes. Ultimately, it just it saves you time and money. Again, when you create a plan and you begin to think about your credit in a manner that's intentional, right? Start focusing on why credit's important, how I'm going to use the credit. How does it affect me and my family? How does it affect my business? When you become intentional uh, about that, you then can, how do you say it, stay away from some of the pitfalls that can yeah. waste a lot of time, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're wasting time, they say they always say that time is money, right? It sure and so is. if you're wasting your time, then you're wasting money. And then more importantly, again, a lot of times, what do people do when they're trying to regain that time? They throw money at the situation. They throw money at their problems. Unfortunately, when you don't plan or have a credit plan, you're going to put yourself in harm's way in one way or another because the credit affects us all. It really does. And even down to not just credit. Now we're talking about a credit plan, but what's included in that is your cash flow and your money flow. Okay. At the end of the day, we live in this great United States of America. Mm -hmm. And what they said was, is, you know what? We're going to trust you. You have really good credit. We're going to go ahead and give you the world as long as you can pay it back with cha-ching, a little bit of interest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, it's funny, you and I just experienced that today. We had this amazing conversation about how we're going to work with our cash flow and, you know, getting a certain type of loan because we're doing some things to our home. And I just loved the conversation that we had for a couple of reasons. And again, when we're talking about a plan, specifically when you're married or you're in a partnership or you have a partner in business, it's very important that as you're planning, you're doing it together. Mm. Because if you're not doing it together and you don't agree, you know, what does our favorite book say? If the two can't agree, what does it say? It says, how can two walk together unless yes. they agree, right? And I think the way, what I loved about what you were just explaining there, right? You brought in how great the United States of America is, right? The way that our system of finance is set up, that they will allow you to pursue Mm-hmm. Your the dreams, dream. right? The American the dream. American right? dream. Yeah. And that's what that, that's what it's called. It's the pursuit of happiness or, or the pursuit of the American dream. And they allow you to pursue because you know, nine times out of ten, most people do not have the independent wealth. Okay, to go after their dreams or to move forward or uplift themselves. And so it requires that power that comes from credit. And so, again, when we leverage that leverage, leverage, absolutely. So when we put ourselves in a position to create a plan to pursue our dreams, to pursue our financial goals, to pursue our business goals, to create a legacy for our family, credit is a viable piece in allowing us to get there. And so, again, love the way that you explain it, because. A lot of people just want to plateau or get to the end of the road and they're like, oh, I just want to be happy. Well, the reality of it is that happiness is going to come from the proper pursuit. And again, when you position yourself or structure yourself in a certain way, you set yourself up 
to get to where you ultimately want to be. And so again, this is what credit allows. Credit is going to allow you to find that independence that can come from growing your wealth, positioning yourself to get into business the proper way and to help you to go after some of those dreams. So I, again, I can listen to you talk all day. I actually, I do every day. I, I really, especially when you're talking about your passion, it, it really is just awesome to hear. We're talking about being able to leverage things. I was just speaking to a client last week who went through a really rough patch in his life for let's say maybe 10 years. And he's actually a very successful person, makes really good money, but there were a lot of things that were hanging over his head. And because he never really sat down and made the proper plans, it was really hard for him to be able to see his way out. And I think that no matter who you are, whatever type of person that you are, if you have something that's in front of you all the time in it's like that, that book or that picture that you're looking at. And it is that plan. It all, it almost becomes like your DNA because you're looking at it and you're saying, Hey, you know what? This is something that I really, really desire. And this is a plan that I have. And so when him and I put the pen to paper or, you know, drew drew it up on the computer. And I said to him, you know, you're going to stick to this plan. And I'm telling you, if you listen to me, when you get to the end of this, all of the things that you lost, you're going to get back double time. And at the moment, because he's a pessimistic person, he did not believe me, but he said, you know what, Angela, because you said, so I'm going to do what you say. And I loved that. And I, of course, very kindly led him to the way. But last week, he bought the car of his dreams. He's making really good money, doing really good work. He bought the car of his dreams. He was able to buy his fiance the ring that she wanted. And now they're on their way to purchase a home. And he lost his home and lost a lot of things in a divorce and just some really tough times. And it's a testament of when you have a plan and you stick to the plan Mm. that there is something at the end of the road. And he looked at me when I saw him and he was like, I really, really, even while you kept telling me to keep going, there were times that I wanted to give up. And he said, and I am so glad that I didn't. And I'm so glad that I stuck to the plan because he was a spender Mm. and he, anytime he had some money in his hands, it would just go through his hands like water Yeah. and having that discipline to know and understand that when you have that plan, there's a lot of components that go into that so that when it's time for you to execute those things that you want, because you've practiced constraint through that plan. Now it's just like such sweet, juicy fruit (laughs) when you get to go and buy that car of your dreams, when you get to go and bless your soon to be wife with the ring that she wanted. And now you guys are getting ready to, you know, purchase a home and create that legacy and create that family together. And now he's talking about, okay, now I've made it here. 
What's the next plan? What you just explained is just, again, I I could listen to you speak all day, but you you spoke, spoke about two things that I feel are, are very important for us to kind of focus on. So I just want to digress just for a moment to, to focus on these two things as I was listening to you as you were sharing this story. And what you talked about in one breath was the importance of wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. That wisdom comes from experiential knowledge. It's not just enough for us to know what we're supposed to do. I always tell people all the time, like most of us know how to lose weight. We know how to stay healthy. But the fact is, why do we go and hire fitness coaches? Why do we go and hire dietitians to help us? Because the fact is, is that we rely on their experience and their wisdom, the understanding that they have to get us through, right? To allow us to do what? To then become intentional. And that was the second thing that you were talking about in, in that story is that he didn't really know what he knew. And so therefore he was just going through a process or a narrative, kind of living his life, making money, but allowing it just to pull it in with one hand and then let it trickle out the next hand. And in the fact, he found himself in this perpetual cycle of just being let down or upset, but it was because he was not being intentional, intentionally focused on the next step on how he was going to get through. Yes. And so it took someone like you who comes in with this wisdom and say, Hey, you're not as bad as you might think you are, you know, a little more than you think, you know. And so now it's just time to, to get trim the fat, get rid of some of the nonsense and let's become a little intentional or in focus about the steps you're going to take. And that was the wisdom that you gave him. And then for the, because of that wisdom you gave him, you empowered him, you strengthened him with an understanding that, wait a second, I can do this. And so when you get on that path or you now see the power That can come from having a plan. And I'm talking about whether it be a credit plan, a life plan, whatever it is. When you become intentional and grab a hold of a power that can come from a plan, it gives you the blueprint, right? Or the the guidelines, the steps, the task list, however you want to to, to place it. It gives you the ability to stay the course through the tough times. Because it's not a matter, again, what do we always say? It's not a matter of if a storm is going to come. It's just a matter of when. But if you don't have a plan on how you're going to navigate the storms, and sometimes people think of storms uh, uh, being in a bad way, but sometimes storms happen on our sunny days. Because if you don't, because if you don't have a plan, that trip to Hawaii can get a little expensive because you drink too many daiquiris and it's not according to your credit plan, right? That's right. (laughs) So you got to be able to stick to the plan, be intentional about where you want to be, about what you want to do, and then you know bring that experiential knowledge to the case and hire a a great credit coach like Ange to give Uh, you some wisdom. But but hang hang on. So I want to take a. over there for a minute because you just made that saying like you're going to Hawaii and drinking daiquiri friends and fans out there. My husband used to think I was crazy because what I would do whenever we would have family vacations is I would put a list together of what kind of money we were going to spend. And I would tell my kids, listen, this is what we're doing. We're not veering from this plan because we only have this budget to spend. And not too many people do that when they're going on vacation. 
And hence why a lot of people finance their vacation, which I'm not a big fan of. You should not be financing your vacation, okay? Because you don't want to pay interest on top of fun. If you can't afford to go on vacation this year, save up and go somewhere next year. And listen, there's so many amazing places to go. You don't have to go to these destination places like Hawaii or whatever, build up to that point. But back to what I'm saying is that, like I I said in the beginning, this plan goes so far and wide when we're talking about credit, when we're talking about finances, when we're talking about money and how we spend it. Absolutely. It's so important to have that plan. Now, let me say this. If you are going to put your trip that you're going on, your vacation with your family or whatever it is that you're doing, okay, it's okay to put it on your credit card if you have a plan to pay it back in a certain period of time. But if you're just willy-nilly saying, oh, I'm going to put $10,000 on this credit card and pay it back in 10 years, that is a no, 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 no. Just like I'm telling the puppy right now, nopey, 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 nopey. <laughs> yep. I mean, you don't, you know, who wants to pay for that daiquiri three months later? Right. When you, when, three, when, years three years later, right. That's the most expensive daiquiri you could ever have yes. if, if you're taking two years, three years to pay that vacation off. And so I think, like you said, if you use that credit card, if you finance it, maybe buying your plane ticket so you can capture some points and things of that nature. That's awesome. But yes. have that plan because if you do not, and if is a small word with the big meaning, right? And that big meaning is if you don't do it, it's going to cost you more. And so yes. it's just so important that you do everything you can have that plan, create that plan, live by that plan, and then you'll get a benefit that will come from that plan. Well, then you won't die by that not having a plan. plan. Absolutely, right? (laughs) Absolutely. You won't be taken out by not having a plan. and, And the thing is, is that talking about, because you said points, I had the points partner on my show a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that we've always known way before I knew the points partner is that when you have really good credit, and you have the right type of credit cards, and you follow the programs and the plans that the credit card companies lay out for you, then you can actually fund your trip with points like me and Mr. Ralph Bassard on the other end of this microphone did. What? There are different ways that you can save money. There's different ways that you can take vacations, but it all comes back to planning. Ralph, how should we plan? I mean, what should we do? Explain to me like when when you and I are making a plan, let's let's really just talk about the way in which we do the plan because everybody's different. Yes. It's not one size fits all. Everybody okay. has a different budget, you know, things of that nature. You always talk about people are like conceptual, analytical, structural, social. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about that. Well, I love that way you put that. And I think that anybody who just missed what you just said needs to go ahead, write it down, underline it and get a highlighter and then put it. And that's a, that is not one size fits all. Yes. Okay. 
I think that's the problem that a lot of, a lot of people have when it comes to creating their plans. They really just want someone to give them something in writing, some one size fits all, just tell me what to do so I can do it. But the fact is, is that if it's not a part of who you are, if it's not a part of your preference and the way that you think, the chances of you sticking to it are going to be slim to none. Mm -hmm. They just are. And so the fact is, is that you want to stay in this place that that you realize when creating your plan, especially when you have a partner or you're working with someone, you kind of want to know where everybody is coming from. And Angela touched on some ideas or some thinking preferences that we all operate in. It's not that we can't do all the preferences, which as she alluded to, which is be a conceptual thinker, to be an analytical or structural thinker, or even a social thinker. We all have these components within us, but the fact is that we have preferences. You can probably just tell those for those people who don't know me personally or just hear my voice. You probably can tell that the way that I laugh and joke with my wife, I'm a pretty social guy. Okay, so a lot of times when I'm making my decisions, I'm like, hey, who's coming to the party? Right. I'm also (laughs) a dreamer. I kind of think about things in a big picture idea. You give me some basic information and I'm going to start thinking about, okay, what does the big picture look like? What am I trying to accomplish where I'm going from? And then there's the other side where, where people are a little more structural and analytical. Now, it's not that I can't do those things, but it requires a lot of energy. Now, this is where my wife is great because when it comes to planning, oh my goodness, she is going to have a structure. She goes right into structural mode and she's like, this is what we have to do. This is how it's going to have to be met. And she needs that list. She wants that checkoff list to make sure that we're hitting all of our points, right? And then we, from that standpoint, because we both might struggle a little bit with the, the analytics of things, which is the data, this requires for us to put our heads together and then become truly intentional about how we're going to operate in our plan. And so when you become aware of who you are and the way that you think, then you can create a plan for yourself that allows you to to now structure the way that you are going to grow your credit, repair that credit, use that credit, and then operate within your credit to get where you want to go. And so I think that, again, how you structure that plan is going to begin with you answering some questions about who you are as a person, what's important to you. I believe I heard you speak about, I'm sure it was on this show once before, the importance of having some governing values, Angela, about the idea about what's important to you. What are you trying to go reach and achieve? Here's the thing. A proper plan requires being honest about where you're at so that your goal is realistic. Yes. Absolutely. And for you business owners out there, this applies to your business big time, because one of the things that you always hear me say, Ralph, when I'm talking and I'm coaching business owners, whether it's a small business, a boutique business or a large business, is that if you are not planning five years out, and knowing where it is that you want to go and what kind of credit facilities you're going to need, what kind of leverage you're going to need to use to get there, then you're going to find yourself five years down the road and your cash flow is going to be all messed up. You're going to be in super debt and you're going to have big problems. Okay. It goes, goes right back to what we started within the beginning. You're going to waste a lot of time and you're going to waste a lot of money. 
Yeah. And listen, friends out there, it is so important that you read contracts when it comes to credit cards, when it comes to loans. I, and I, I'm bringing this home again because Ralph and I were just looking at something today. And I, I said to him, I said, honey, did you see how much this loan is actually going to cost? And we decided not to get it just so you know, because of the cost of the loan and because we always count the cost of everything that we do, we decided that the loan was not good for us because it wasn't good for our cash flow and it wasn't good for the project and the future of what it is that we're trying to do. But do you know how many people say, I have a need, this is what I wanna do, and I'm just gonna pay whatever it takes to make it happen. And they don't count the cost. They don't think about how long it's going to take them to pay that off and what that's going to require. So back to what I just said is that a proper plan requires being honest about where you're at so that your goal is realistic. So again, going back to if you're married, sitting down with your partner, and having a real conversation with them. Now, listen, guys, for those of you that have a hard time talking to your partner, that's why you need a coach like me. You need to have someone that comes in the middle and can help you guys communicate because the number one cause of divorce is finances. Absolutely. And the reason for that is, is because of not understanding, going back to what you said, Ralph, what the governing values are of your spouse or your partner. You need to understand what it is that they value so that when you sit down at the table and you're talking about one of the most important subjects of life and of relationship, which is money, because my favorite book says that money is the root of all evil. And it's the root of all evil because it causes that root of division in relationships, in businesses, if there is not agreement. And I think agreement starts with, as you said, that talking and getting to the idea of what the goal is, right? Yes. Ultimately, again, not to bring up a sore subject or to step on anybody's toes because some someone or some of our listeners may have actually gone through. But if you think about just over a little over a decade ago, or maybe it wasn't even that long ago, but the financial fallout, right? When they were giving all those loans to people in the immediate need to buy these homes or to do certain things. Everybody was like, oh, I just can get, I, I can get this loan. And, and people were not looking at the, the fine print. They weren't looking or being intentional about, hey, what is this loan going to look like in three years? Mm -hmm. Right. And so they were putting themselves in harm's way because they were just trying to be immediate. They were trying to to go after fix and they weren't lining it up with what this potentially could mean. And they put themselves in harm's way. And so many people lost out. They had to, they lost their homes. They lost their foundations. Yes. Had. And you know what? Do you know how many times I have heard somebody say to me, I don't have time to read that. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, I always say, I always say, what are you talking about? I call my clients out all the time in a nice Absolutely. way. It depends. What I'm really good at is understanding the personality of the person that I'm working with and the person that can just take it raw or the one that I have to put a little bumper cables around it 
or the one that just really wants to learn. But I just, I can't honestly can't stand to hear. I don't have time to read that. You don't have time to read something that you're signing. I don't want to see your life away. But look, you're signing and saying that you are going to be responsible for paying this debt, for having this credit card, for having this car. There's so many things that go into when you sign a document specifically for you to create risk in your life, the risk of driving a car. Okay. The risk of having a business, the risk of having a home. Now, all of these risks can, of course, come with reward. But the thing is that when we understand planning, when we understand that we have to be accountable and responsible with all of the things that we are undertaking and specifically what we are signing for, then I'm telling you right now, you will have so much more peace in your life when you know and are informed with what's going on. People tell me all the time when they come to me, I literally can't sleep at night. I have no peace. There are so many things that are happening in my life right now because I made a mistake and signed for this loan. I made a mistake and did X, Y, and Z. And why did they make that mistake? Because they didn't count the costs and they most assuredly could not have had a plan. Yeah, it's a sad state. And that is the part that's so painful. Everything on some level, when we start talking about what you just explained, right? Everything starts off as a blessing. (laughs) And very quickly, because it lacked a plan because it lacked focus and intentionality to get you to your goal or to get to you, get you to the place that you maybe have wanted to be. It turns very quickly into being a curse, right? Yeah. And so that that's where we want that to we want that to be avoided. We want that to just subside, and the only way that's going to subside is that we work with the wisdom with the knowledge that can come from creating a plan, sticking to the plan, living by that plan and allowing that plan to benefit us. So ultimately that's just really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's power is what we're talking about. There's power Ralph that comes from having a plan personally, having a plan for your credit with your business so that you can have the flexibility that everyone desires. And it gives you peace with your finances. Listen, this can be a point of contention and cause anxiety, fear, and depression if you don't have this plan. So in other words, having a plan allows you to establish a solid financial story, a solid financial story. Ooh, everything. Can we just say it like this? Everything begins and ends with the story. That's right. Everything, everything begins and ends with the story. And so, so here's what's the, your story. What's we'll, your, we'll, here, here's the thing. You, not you. <laughs> exactly. I love it. What's your story. And again, let me tell you something. Your story is going to be chaotic, convoluted, and crazy. If you don't have a plan. That's right. Right. Again, every, every, every book, every really good book, it, 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 the, the, the author started with the beginning in mind, 
and he takes his characters through a, a, a storyline that brings them to an end. There's a plan for where they were or a journey that they need to start on so they can get to where they're supposed to be. And this is how we need to start off with the mindset or have the proper mindset to to operate in our finances, right? This is where I am. You talked about being honest about where you are. Okay. One size does not fit all. Cause some of you people who don't have any credit at all, and you're so overwhelmed by what's going on. You're like, how do I even begin with this? How do I even create a credit plan? If I don't have any credit, well, well hang what? on Ralph, don't go there because <laughs> okay. our, our last and final show about having a plan is going to be talking about just okay. that. Okay. And we are going to break that down like a Shotgun. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I don't think you but... should use that term. Now. <laughs> not, not, not this climate. We don't. We're gonna break it down like ice. Okay, I'm gonna get a pick and I'm gonna okay, you know, I like break that. it down like ice. There you go. But, so, friends and fans out there, make sure that you come back. Make sure that you subscribe to this show so that you can come back to our third show and listen to how we are gonna break down how to set up your own personal credit plan and your own personal business plan. So honey, thank you so much. I'm excited. Do I get to come back for the third one? Of course you do. What? Absolutely. What? I'm going to go two times in a row. I'm moving up. I'm like George and Wheezy. Exactly. Exactly. So friends out there, thank you so much for listening today. This is A to the N to the G. That's my Ralph Pastor Reezy. And thank you so much for coming. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family about the amazing tips and information that you're learning from this voice here. A to the N to the G. And we're out. We're out.